How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Sports Ball FM. I'm Andy. As always, I've got a great show for all of you today. Carl is back, and we talked all things NBA draft and some of the latest NBA news, including Ben Simmons and other proposed trades that could happen. And we also... Uh, learned a bit of a lesson about don't believe everything you see on social media. It's a great lesson for all of us. That might have been the best moment ever on this podcast, for sure. But for now, let's get right into the show without any further ado. All right, everybody. Carl is back. Give him a warm welcome. First of all, Carl, how are you doing, man? It's been a little bit since we talked, but a lot's happened. A lot's happened. It's been a little bit, but, you know, I've been doing pretty well. And you are right. A lot has happened in the NBA and MLB. Yeah, dude, Bucks and Six, we we basically we basically called it. Yeah, we, we pretty much called it. Yeah, so hopefully... I asked Paul if he wanted to come on the show at some point just to like be a crazy Bucks fan. He said yes. So hopefully, hopefully we'll get him on at some point. Um, that's good. That's good. But for now, we've got more urgent matters to discuss. So the NBA draft is tomorrow. It completely snuck up on me. I'm going to be completely honest, dude. I didn't even realize it was tomorrow until today, which is crazy. I guess that's, I guess that's how you didn't realize. Yeah, I guess that is how it, that's how it is being an NBA casual. But so I figured that we should talk about some of these prospects, um, do a mock draft, possibly maybe not a mock draft, but just like look at like who we think is going to go like top 10 or something. So, Carl, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to trust you with this duty because I do not know enough about the prospects. I will be the first to admit it. I've got I've watched guys like Cade Cunningham and Jalen Suggs and those guys, especially during March Madness. But I trust I trust I trust you more with this. So first of all, I think the first thing we should get into is like who are your top prospects in the draft? Are we doing like top five or are we doing like Yeah, let's do like let's do like top five because those are the ones people really care about. All right, top five. Ooh. I don't know, man. So I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go Kate Cunningham at one. That's kind of that's an evident one. I mean, I can't. I, there's no way to argue with that unless you're the Detroit Pistons for some reason, which I just don't understand. I'm gonna put Jalen Suggs at two. I'm gonna put Jalen Green at three. Evan Mobley at four. And you know, I'm gonna be that guy. Kind of throw a little wild out. I got James Boknight at five or Boknight. How you? Oh, okay then. So. So you're not even considering uh, Jonathan Kaminga for like a top five guy. Nah. Yeah. So I, I personally got a bit of an, a, like a sports, like fandom attachment to Cade Cunningham. He, he was really, really fun to watch when I, when I did watch him and I don't, I Carl, you're going to need to fill me in on this. Cause I don't quite understand why in the world, the Pistons are like possibly out on him. Could it be my bet is it almost could be to like try to get teams to trade up and jump 
uh, the Rockets because I think the Rockets really want him. And, and they'd maybe want to get a package that could have more picks or something. But I'm just not sure exactly what's going on with that. So I need the scoop. No, I'm a little, I'm a little like, what's it, confused as well, just because like, I he's most likely the consensus number one pick. And I've been hearing rumors like Cleveland might give up their pick, like they're willing to trade it. Like all these teams are willing to trade their picks or like move up or something, but. I feel like Cunningham is a good pick for the Pistons. That's why everyone has him going at one because he can most certainly play the shooting guard spot. Or, I mean, if you still see potential with Killian Hayes, then, you know, you could possibly go with Jalen Suggs. But I feel like Suggs is going to – Suggs will have a better fit in Toronto because I feel like Kyle Lowry is going to get traded. Isn't Kyle Lowry a free agent or – yeah, he Lowry is a free agent, isn't he? I don't think so. I'm gonna try and find his contract, but uh yeah, he is a free agent. He's a free agent. Okay, okay. Yes. What about what about um Van Vliet? He just signed that like five year contract last year, I think. Oh. All right. Well, I feel like Suggs could be a two then, maybe. But I don't see I don't see him going third. He's either going second or fourth. And there's or not even second. I feel like Jalen Green's a better fit for Houston. But to answer your question, like I don't I don't know why there's still speculation. Like I haven't looked into that a lot and kind of just confuses me. I hate to interrupt, but we've got some we've got some breaking news. Carl, you probably don't care as much because this is in the hockey world. Oh. Apparently, apparently, this is this is coming from JD. You guys, you guys know him. He's been on the pod to talk hockey before. Kirill Kaprizov, the Wild's stud rookie, has been traded to the Calgary Flames because they wouldn't pay him. And okay, Carl, to fill you in, this guy won Rookie of the Year. He was like really, really good in Russia. He comes to the Wild finally. I think they. I don't know if they drafted him or like signed him. He was really, really good this past year and basically carried them. The last thing I heard, the you cut out for the whole thing. The last thing I heard, the last thing I heard was Kaprizov. I know who he is. Like I know he's super, super good in everything. I've heard his name and everything. Yeah. The rookie. Okay. The wild just traded him. Shut up. I kid you Shut not. Up. He just got Shut traded up. to the Calgary Flames. <laughs> no. JD is so mad. He why? I have no idea. It's because they didn't want to pay him, dude. This I just started. I I just I just started laughing. I just I just put like a bunch of HAs in our group chat. Do you think we could have traded for Jack Eichel? Yeah, I think they could. (laughs) I think they could because I think the Pagulas want to like send them out west because they're weird owners, but I don't think nobody's there. Nobody's budging on him. Nobody's upping their trade offer. I need to ver. I need to verify this Caprizov news because this is a news bomb no. right here. Apparently, and now Calgary is signing him to a nine-year deal in the nine million dollar range, which is a huge contract. There Wait, are nine years, nine million. Yeah, so like nine years, eighty-one million bucks total. Probably. Oh, okay. There's abs. There, I. 
I almost feel like this is a troll of some kind, but no, th- I'm not seeing anything right now. I just, I just Googled. Oh, I'm checking. We're checking. We're going into the, we're going into the world of Twitter here. Well, this uh, this podcast took a weird turn here. Very, very odd. No way, dude. I actually can't believe this. This is like the one of the dumbest things that Minnesota Wild could have ever done. Wait, so I'm confused. Was Kaprizov a free agent this year? He was a restricted free agent, so basically they had to like renegotiate his contract. And then he did he like reject it? Um, uh, I'm not sure. I think he they wanted to lock him up long term or something, but he didn't. He wanted. I think he wanted more money in a shorter amount of time. What the? Okay, so this is from. Elliot Friedman. This is a okay. This is a reliable guy in the. What the hell, D- dude? This might be a troll. Th- this might. I, yeah. I think this is a troll. Can we oh get him? Oh my on god! The- he got me. He got me. Got you. He got me. This is a fake. Oh my. We're not gonna put this in the podcast. Oh no, we are. I I I need to. Embar- the twenty eighth. What day was the twenty eighth? Today. Okay, so today was the 28th? Yeah. No, this is definitely a troll because we would have got some notification about it. Yeah. That's that's a fake that's a fake account. Okay, so I got a text. It's a pic. That can't it's Elliot Friedman, 1140 p.m. What? Yeah, Kaprizov's name isn't even spelled right. It's a Dr. Um what the heck? I am so confused right now. <laughs> oh my god. What was he trying to get at? You know what? We're gonna I'm gonna talk about this later. I just I just bought into some crap there, man. Bro, we spent freaking like 15 minutes on I'm that. trying to verify this thing. And it was literally a prank from this Instagram page. I saw that there was no check mark and that Kaprizov's name was spelled wrong. <laughs> Dude, I don't know what he's smoked. What in the JD wants to me to call him? Is this is this the point where I get embarrassed on air? We're calling him. Hey, it's not on air if you don't show it to the people. Ex- uh, excuse me, uh, JD. What what uh what was that fake news? Dude, it was on. It's this normal source like in my wild on Instagram, and it was like a bunch of like it says tweet and i can just flip out because it looks so real and i i doubted it after i sent it but it's like he, he's not like you know how like most pages are like fake news for fun yeah this guy's like real news like wild news all the time dude okay how did you not notice that his name not only was caprizov's first name spelled wrong but there was no check mark next to friedman dude Dude, it smelled krill in that in that fake tweet. Not, it's not. It's, oh my god, dude. Krill. <laughs> I just teared up. You know how much that would kill me. Like I would seriously like go go in a depressed state. I wouldn't blame you, man. Yeah. All right. I'll uh, talk to you later. Kind of. All right. See ya. That was probably the most interesting. Um, twenty minutes. That's like twenty minutes of our life. We'll never get back. He's like, he's like, uh, I gotta, gotta get he, my work He like done. pranked I'm... himself. He like pranked himself. 
Back to the topic at hand. Let's get back <laughs> into the NBA draft here. So top prospect is basically um Cade Cunningham 100%. So, yeah, I got Cade Cunningham going first. Yeah, I don't I don't quite understand what this whole trade business is about. I can even I can even do some quick on the spot research on this. Uh yeah, I'm seeing nothing new. So that might have just been some rumblings like the other day, but I'm seeing nothing I'm seeing nothing new about that. So I think we, for now we should probably assume that Cade is going number 1. And so here's my big question. Carl, do you think he could actually like help them turn that team around because they've been either mediocre or just bad for years? I don't think he's going to turn it around right away. Like, I don't think they're going to, like, let's say Cade goes number one. I don't think they're making the playoffs his first year there. But if you see what I'm talking about, Cade Cunningham is a much better fit at the two than Wayne Ellington. Um, I mean, he's a better player than Ellington. I mean, here's the thing. I think Cade Cunningham is probably better than every Pistons player right now. Ooh, hot take. I mean, who would be better? Who would be better? Jeremy Grant. Okay. I forgot. I forgot about Jeremy Grant. This is why (laughs) this is why I'm an NBA casual man, not a not a like super follower or whatever. Super fan. (laughs) You're you're I completely forgot about his, but I think like maybe maybe kids skill sets just so good. Yeah. And like a young lineup, like you're um Front wait is front court like the point guards issue? Why am I even asking you this? I feel like I should know this. I always get front court. I always get front court and back court mixed up. Oh man, I'm looking it up right now. All right, front court part of the court for the, that's not what I want. What does front court mean in basketball? All right, positions of the forwards and center. Okay, so the back court. All right, so like the back court for the Pistons is like super super young. Like, you got Killian Hayes and Sadiq Bey. And then you have Wayne Ellington. But if you're going to throw Cunningham in there, that's a super young backcourt. Um, so I would say give that maybe a couple years. And I thought Killian Hayes did okay this year, but I really liked what Sadiq Bey was doing for the Pistons. So I think they're going to be better than last year. Maybe if they make a trade, you know. Do you trust their management to actually, like, make the right moves, though? Because... This is I trust them more than the Timberwolves. I mean, it's fair. It's fair. It's sad. Sad state. <laughs> Speaking of which, did you see how much the Sixers want for Ben Simmons? No, but it's I a, heard it was a lot. Oh my gosh, dude! It's a joke. Just, <laughs> how much, dude, dude? And then the Thunder are like rumors that they want to give up SGA. I like don't, that is I, he's literally got to keep him. He's literally the piece he's they build around for the next half decade, man. <laughs> and then after them, it's like Pokashevsky. Dude, or no, the, they still blue door. They still blue door. This team is anti Jerome. I mean, dude, this team is literally going to be run by like middle schoolers. Just think about that. And with People their 57,000 like, draft picks. Yeah, it's going to be, it's like this team's core in the future is going to be like kids who are in eighth grade right now, which I just, I, I can't believe it, man. Yeah, so what do you say about Ben Simmons? Let's see, Ben Simmons. 
So this just came out today, like how much they want. Okay, so the Spurs turned down a trade for uh, Simmons. Apparently, they wanted um, they wanted four first round draft picks, three pick swaps, and a young player from the Spurs. You can take that Luca Salmonic guy. He's done. He was like the Spurs first round pick a couple years ago. He's averaged like 0.8 points <laughs> or Kelvin Johnson. That's sad, man. No, dude, that that's too much. No, they there's no they really think that they can get a hardened. They basically said what other young a, player could you get from the Spurs like Trey Jones? I don't even know at this point. Like I just that team is old. Or Derek White. I don't I think the Sixers are like messed up in the head at this point, like collectively. Yeah, but I don't think the Timberwolves are trading for him because they said they weren't gonna give up Russell. Yeah, that there's no no, there's no way that there's no way the Timberwolves trade for him. There's no way he can go then. There's no way he can go then. So the yeah, Timberwolves I, are safe right now, at least in my eyes. Yeah, I, I don't know. He could still go to Golden State, but I don't know why they I don't know why they'd trade for him. I don't. I think he's stuck. I think he's stuck. It's because he, because he like thefted or he stole money from the Sixers organization. So his contract is so huge. Did he? <laughs> Dude, he's got like a hundred and forty-seven million dollars over the next like four years. Oh my gosh. Well, that that's steep. I don't even know what to make of that. So, point is, the Sixers are messed up, and then. So back with the draft. So we think Cade goes number one. He's going to bring a lot of talent to whoever takes them. But the Rockets are in a really weird situation because they have three good choices at number two between Mobley, Green, and Suggs. I personally think that they – I've seen a lot of mock drafts that have them taking Mobley, but they already have Christian Wood at the five. So but how tall how tall is Christian Wood? All right, well, I see that. How tall is Christian Wood? He's 6'10. Okay. So if we look at the Rockets depth chart right now, Rockets have Kelly Olenek as their power forward. Off the bench, off the bench, this team's got no height. Kenyon Martin Jr. is your backup four, and they don't even have a backup five. Oh my gosh. So well, I don't even if I'm if I'm just, you know, playing it just how it is, I I would take Mobley. I think a lot of the so-called experts agree with you there. It's just you have you have John Wall at the point guard. You have Kevin Porter at the two. And I, I believe Kevin Porter can be an all-star within the next two years. I, I 100%. And the reason I know this, I had him in fantasy basketball this past year. And, dude, he would pop off some games. Like – and what did they have to trade for him? Like, why did why did uh, Cleveland end up having to trade him? Didn't he have like some? Well, outburst? Kevin Porter, Kevin Porter didn't really like what he was. I don't think he liked. He was having some beef with um, Cleveland. Yeah, Porter was traded to the Houston Rockets for a future top fifty-five protected second-round pick. Wow, wow, that that's looking fantastic. No, I think Port. You're a hundred percent right about Porter. And Christian Wood, I wouldn't. I actually wouldn't be shocked if he gets traded, because I've seen his name pop up. I feel like I don't know. 
but here's the thing i like the reason why is he had like weapon charges in the off season um because he started the season inactive because of his offseason weapons charges. Oh. And then three days before he got traded, he got into an altercation with uh, Torian Prince. Oh, in the locker I remember room. that now. Yeah, I remember it too. And then he was traded and yeah. Yeah, so I think he, I think Mobley would fit in nicely because they could always, they could move Wood to the four, couldn't they? Absolutely. And and then Mobley, the thing is though, like, well, Christian Woods already the five right now, but Olenek is like six eleven. I mean, Olenek, um, he's okay. He's he's okay. He's just kind of like that power forward. He's just that guy. Yeah. But but the thing is, when you look at Christian Wood, uh, how big is he? He's six ten, two twenty three. If you look at Evan Mobley, seven feet, you know, two fifteen. It's a big guy. So, yeah, but I mean, I feel like Mobley's got to put on some, you know, you know, big muscle if he wants to compete at like that four and five spot because there's going to be some bigger guys than him. Yeah, Maybe not as be... tall, but they're going to be stronger than him. Yeah, because a guy like Zion, he's like, he's like completely filled out, you know. I think right, Mobley, exactly. I think what you're talking about, like, I think, well, muscle is so important for those positions that's just like general basketball stuff you gotta be able to get those points in the paint and get right. to the get to the rim really easily so i think you're i think mobley is a good prospect and the rockets will probably end up taking him but what are your thoughts then about the two jalen's green and suggs because with green and suggs i really don't know anything about green just because i haven't been able to like i haven't really followed any of the whole g league path thing but i did watch suggs a lot in college especially like in march in march madness he was good he was really really good he was so what what do you think like each of carl what do you think like each of those guys would bring to a team that would would take them cuz both of them are obviously very talented, but I'm just not sure what sets them apart. One thing I see is Jalen Green brings so much athleticism. Mm. Can jump out of the roof. Well, he's an elite scorer, and he's just he's kind of that all-around guy, and I'm glad he took the G League path to get some experience against like set, technically pro guys. Yeah. And he's got so many, like, different tricks on offense. And I even remember watching him play in high school. And he's, like, postering people. He's knocking down these clutch shots. And he can really turn a game around, like, in the blink of an eye. Then if you look at Jalen Suggs, this guy's an insane passer. He's an insane passer. And he's still a good scorer. He's kind of – he can have that two-way talent. And I really like him at that number four pick. And I love his leadership too. Like, I feel like he's just a great leader, whether he was playing basketball or football when he was in high school. Like, I forgot that he played football too. Oh, he was, he was good, man. Yeah, shout out Minnehaha Academy. <laughs> but that three pick, that three pick is so weird because, like, let's say, let's say Mobley goes to the Rockets. And now the Cavs have three pick. They don't. They don't need another like young guard because they have 
Darius Garland, Colin Sexton. So like now I'm thinking you start taking like, you might have to take, you know, Kuminga, but, or you could trade, you could trade down with the Raptors maybe. Well, I don't know why the Raptors, there's no point in the Raptors going up one spot. Exactly. That, that's the thing. Yeah. Like, I don't really know what trades could take place, like, within those, like, lottery. OK, OKC could trade up because they're, from what I'm seeing, they're probably going to end up with, like, Scotty Barnes or something. I think See, Gold- everyone, everyone's saying Scotty Barnes is going to go top five, and he's kind of, like, just not. Here's the thing. he He's, like, he's like that Patrick Williams who was just, like, soaring, like, towards the end of the um, the end of like that end of that end of the season. No, not end of the season. Right before the draft, like as as the draft got closer, his run, yeah, he just kept going up and up. Kind, and that's kind of like why. Trey Murphy, then in that regard, right? Exactly. But Scotty Barnes is now like a top five pick, and the thing is, he's got to work on his shooting. He's got to work on his shooting, but. You know, he's got a good build. He's 6'8", 225. But it's just like, I, this dude's athleticism is crazy. I think it's better. It might be just as good as, like, Jalen Green's athleticism. This dude is, like, crazy athletic, and I think that's why he's kind of getting, like, his draft stock is increasing a lot. Yeah. So you kind of see potential that way. But I just haven't watched a lot of him to kind of say. Like, I've watched more James Oak Knight or Book Knight than him. That's why I put him as my fifth best prospect. Yeah, I can. Um, I yeah, I get what you're saying. Where you're going with that? And it's like here's the thing. I I think Barnes will probably be there for them at six because I think Kaminga, Green, Suggs, Cunningham, and Mobley are like the consensus top five. Basically, that's what I've been seeing in mock drafts for months. Is those guys going top five? <sighs> but does Oklahoma City they could they I feel like they could really use one of those top five guys do they trade out of the sixth spot with a team like Cleveland Ooh, because they've got the draft capital to make a move like that I can hold on I gotta look I gotta look at OKC for a second because that's on the matter hold on, hold on so you're saying they swap the sixth and the third pick basically and then OKC gives up some other picks or player okay. or something. So, wait, where's Lou Dort? What the heck? <laughs> I'm looking at the depth chart, and they have no spot for starting point guard. I'm like, where's oh, Lou that's Dort? wacky. Yeah, all right. So, I can honestly, like, see that. And here's the thing. Right now, I'm trying to figure this out. If, if Oklahoma City moves up, to three, I think they should take Jalen Green. That's fair. That's fair. And then I think at six, Cleveland should take Kuminga because now I'm thinking, because now I'm thinking the Magic won't take Scotty Barnes and they're going to take Evan Mobley because Suggs is going to go four. Yeah, that's well. Mobley's gonna go two, probably, isn't he? Oh wait, we already said that. Yeah, yeah, we said Mobley at two for the Rockets. We muffed this thing up. Okay, so we said Mobley at two. Okay, so 
my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. So sorry, Kuminga. I gotta write this down. <laughs> I gotta write this down, bro. I'm sorry. Kind of late over here. Okay, so Cunningham, and then we said Mobley. Yeah. I got I got Suggs at four, no matter what, and then I'm gonna put. Shoot, I don't know. Actually, no, I do know. I'm gonna put. This is tough because. But that's the thing. Like Oklahoma City doesn't really need like a shooting guard or small forward. They kind of need more like power forward center guys. Yeah. So so that's why I got. Yeah. Yeah, I got um. Kuminga going third. Um, I got Suggs going four. And then fifth. Fifth, I'm going to put Jalen Green because I would rather have Jalen Green than Scotty Barnes. Yeah, I think – well, Green, Green's been a top prospect over Barnes that I've seen in mock drafts for a while. Exactly. So I think you're probably right about that. All right. And then sixth pick, that would be Cleveland. So – this is assuming OKC wants to trade up. Yeah, this is like saying we have a mock trade. Yeah, exactly. Then I feel like I feel like they should go with Scotty Barnes here. At six, I like who else would they take? Exactly, because I don't. James Booknight Bo- Booknight isn't a good fit for them. That's why, because you have you have Green and Suggs, and then you got to find some spot for. Bulk night, and I don't think he's gonna, you know, fit that. And then if you go to Cleveland, yeah, yeah, I got Barnes at six going to Cleveland in the mock trade. Yeah, makes a lot of sense to me. But what do you think we could see in the mock trade? Do you think it would just be pick swaps? Do you think there'd be it'd players probably? Too? Well, I'd probably, well, OKC doesn't really have players that end up trading, so it'd probably be trading some of their ridiculous draft stock over the next couple of years. If they want, if they wanted to trade up and do that, this is a little, this is a little off topic. But is Kevin Love still under contract for? Is he? I don't know because I I remember seeing stuff from the season that he wasn't happy. So I was thinking like he could get traded on draft night. I mean, he could. I just don't know why OKC would take him. Yeah, he's got two more years left. It looks like. No, I don't think they would trade. I think it would be like draft and draft picks and. That it would be. I I, th- I can I can basically say it probably would be. But like this, this like six isn't even like that bad. You have Cunningham one, Mobley two. Assuming Thunder and Cleveland swap picks, you have Kuminga three, Suggs four, Green five, and Barnes six. Do I think it's gonna be like that? Probably not. But and I think Kuminga would probably go five if OKC didn't trade up to get him. Right. If OKC didn't trade up. Well, that's the thing, too. I could still see Kuminga going to Cleveland because, like, right now your backup four is Dean Wade and your backup five is Isaiah Hartenstein. Jeez. So, and I feel like if Kevin Love's still there, if he can, like, like kind of get his act together, I guess, and, like, not be doing those, like, the not being you, – you know what I mean. Like, he was kind of – I don't want to say acting like a jerk because – I mean, he's like, not he just bad. like He's still a little bit washed. All, all, yeah, but I'm gonna he give just a lot wasn't of happy. love to Kevin Love because he, exactly. I, he, I seriously, I, he, he was one of my favorite players in the league for a while, especially when he was on the Timberwolves. 
Yeah, but I feel like Kevin Love can then turn into a leader and start like mentor. Yeah, I could I could see that too. Or I mean, he could end up. I mean, I think he would probably not go to OKC. I think he'd I think he'd end up on a team that's trying to compete. Oh, actually, speaking of which, I was about to mention the Pelicans, but what do you think of that trade that just went down the other day with them and the Grizzlies? Dude, I was, like, looking at that for so long. I'm like, what do you, like, I feel like it was, like, pretty even. The Grizzlies, feel- they got some good draft capital, though. Some depth. Like, I, uh, they, because tr- they had to trade away a superstar. Not a superstar, but a good player. But Wait, who did they get? They Pelican? got no. The Grizzlies did. The Grizzlies traded Valanciunas and I think one pick, and then the Pelicans gave up Bledsoe, Adams, and like two picks. That that's a good trade. That's a great trade for the Grizzlies, in my opinion, just because. And then the thing is, like Bledsoe, they're getting rid of Bledsoe's contract. Yeah, I think I think with. Ad- Adams has always been an underrated player, in my opinion. And I don't know. That's building with some guys who can perform around John Morant. And I would just like to take a quick second here to shout out the Memphis Grizzlies. Because I like what they're building there. I really do. Like, Carl, cor- correct me if I'm, like, doing a stupid take here, but... I I really 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 like John Morant, and I think he is going to be a. I think he's going to be a top ten player in this league, maybe even come next year. I I mean, I can see it, man. All right, so that trade you're talking about, <clears throat> New Orleans Pelicans sent Stephen Adams, Eric Bledsoe, two future first round picks. One of them being the tenth overall pick in this oh, year's draft. Oh, that's right. They moved up to the Memphis Grizzlies. For Jonas Valanciunas and the 17th overall pick. I like that. I like that. There's a big difference between 10 and 17. I, I really like that trade for yeah. Um and then Memphis. I I just don't think Bledsoe's gonna stay in Memphis. So I think it's a good trade for both people, especially the Pelicans getting rid of that contract. Yeah, that's kind of the same way. That that's what's gonna happen with Kemba. That's he's gonna get traded again. I mean, uh, yeah. I also really... got some news. What? Actually, no, yeah, you finish, you finish, you finish. Yeah, I, I think Kemba, Kemba is going to get traded. I just don't – I think I think there are better fits for him than OKC. And if they can get more Oh, that's picks... right. He got traded – wait, so he got traded to OKC. Yeah, it was that Horford deal. All right, what's your news, right, so Carl? I, I don't know if you saw this because this was like almost 10 hours ago, but um, New Orleans Pelicans center Jackson Hayes was arrested. Who in the world is Jackson Hayes, man? Really? Oh, uh, he was their first round pick a couple of years ago. Out of oh, Texas. well, that's rough. Oh, I've heard, I've heard of this guy. I've heard of this guy. Yeah, he I was arrested, arrested in the Los Angeles area early Wednesday morning after an alleged altercation with the police. Oh officer. no! Oh man! Dude, dude, I really hope that this wasn't a case of police brutality man oh god i love how we've been here for like almost an hour and we've only <laughs> gone through like six freaking picks i know dude i mean that's all that there really <laughs> is to talk about right all right so first let's wrap up the top 10 here carl give me give me your take on this man 
So what are we at? Number seven for yeah. the Warriors? Yeah, I think they're going to trade out of that spot, though. Do you think they would move down? Yes, I do. All right, so if they move down, how how low do you think? Because we're gonna we're gonna make another mock trade here. Oh, how about? Because I don't think it's gonna be like one spot with the with the Who, magic. Who's eight, nine, ten? Eight is magic. Nine is kings. Ten is Memphis. Uh, uh, so. Mm. I'm not sure who'd move up in that spot. I need to pull up the draft order again. Because Bulk, Bulk Knight's got to go somewhere in this top 10. You know, let me, I could see, I mean, could OKC trade up from their 16 pick? I have no, I have no clue, man. I don't know. Because they've got the 16 pick that's from Boston. That's true. Because of that Kemba trade, which I still don't quite understand. But <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I'd, I'd trust you more with this because I'm not sure. All right. So I don't really know where else they could go because I don't really know what they need because they're going to have Curry. They're going to have Thompson back. Who's their small four? They got Wiggins, Draymond, and then. And they've got Wiseman too. Yeah. That's if everyone's healthy, that's a great team. Yeah, it is. But what I'm thinking, ooh, hold on. This could be good. I might I might have a mock. Like, I don't know how this would go down, but it would be at the most or at the very minimum, like pick swaps. Yeah, I like um, I like cooking up a trade here, man. All right. I'm looking at the depth chart for this team. Ooh. All right. So, all right. In my eyes, this is perfect. All right, let's hear it. Or I don't know if it's perfect, perfect, but yeah. So I'm going to have a mock trade. The Warriors are moving down to the 10th pick, and the Grizzlies go up to seven. Interesting. And with that seventh pick, the Grizzlies are going to take James Booknight. Okay. Okay. That sounds cool to me. Because I was looking at their depth chart. Obviously, they have Ja and Dylan Brooks. And then Mm -hmm. their four and five is... Uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. and Steven Adams. Yeah, that's pretty decent. But I mean, their small forward is, you know, Kyle Anderson. And obviously, he, he was a he's good okay. defender, right? I What's thought up? he was, I thought he was a good defender, but he's like super, super slow. Yeah, he was decent fantasy basketball was, if I'm yeah. talking about that. And I know, I know Bukna is definitely going to bring scoring to that team. Yeah. So I have that. So now if you go to the eighth pick with the magic, oh, I got to look at the King's depth chart too. King's just waste talent. Like I've said yeah, before. <laughs> All right. All right. So the Kings are kind of in a rough spot right now, at least from what I'm looking at. Buddy Heald's going to get traded to the Lakers. Hot take. I don't, I don't even uh, know. DeMar DeRozan. Um, all right. So magic. With the eighth pick, I have them. Oof, this is a little tough. I feel like if I'm the Magic here, I'm going best man available. Yeah. And I just got a feeling that's going to be Moses Moody because it's like the same the same one. The mock draft I'm looking at has Moody going eight. So yeah, I'm just I've seen put him, him up in there eight. too. 
the ninth pick with the Kings. <sighs> See, right now they have Franz Wagner going that high. And I don't I'm not sure about that. I'm not sure. Is he one of those guys who you think he who shouldn't have entered? No, I mean he was a sophomore, but I feel like I feel like he was okay. I feel like I feel like if he entered the draft or um stayed, it wouldn't have like made a difference. Yeah. But one thing, one person I'm not really, you know, trusting a whole lot and is Josh Giddy. He was in the NBL in Australia. I've I've seen a little bit of how it's from him. Like I think he's a great passer and he's a great playmaker, but I just don't know how he's gonna translate into the NBA, especially with like a low three point percentage. But that was a little off topic. I'm just trying to figure stuff out for the ninth pick. This is like this is like tough, and you might have to go best man available again. So taking Wagner here isn't too bad, but I'm just not really like the biggest fan of him. Is it eight or nine? Nine. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, there's a lot of guards. There's not a lot of forwards going in that top spot. So I think the Kings are just going to have to – here's the thing. Who do I want, Wagner or Giddy? I don't even know, man. I don't even know either. I'm, I'm honestly just going to take Wagner. But actually, wait, hold on. No, 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 no. What am I thinking? Here, this is what I want to do the whole time. So number nine is going to be the center from Turkey. I have hmm. seen absolutely, I've seen absolutely nothing about him, but just what I'm looking at, like from stats, it's pretty, pretty good. If you look at the Kings right now, Rashawn Holmes is their center. Hmm. And they don't really have a good bench besides Tyrese Halliburton. Yeah. Yeah. Halliburton's really good. Right. Yeah. And then the mock trade, if we put the Warriors at 10, I can see them. I can see them taking Wagner at 10. Yep. I think, I think Wagner might be, I think he could be pretty good. But I don't know. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not counting them out. So, yeah, I'm going to put him at 10, especially if he can like keep getting like way better three point shooters because that team would just be money. Yes. So our top 10, we have Cunningham at one, Mobley at two, Kuminga going third to the Thunder on a mock trade. Yeah. Um, Suggs four, Green five, and then Scotty Barnes going to Cleveland on the mock trade. And then Memphis and Golden State swapping picks. So Book Knight going to Memphis for the seventh pick, Moses Moody eight, Alperin Sengun, or however you pronounce that, nine, and then uh, Franz Wagner at 10. Golden State. Yeah. In my eyes, that's not too bad, but I doubt it's going to be like that. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. So we've done the mock draft. Carl, so now just kind of to wrap it up, who are your guys that you think are sleepers later in the draft and then guys you think should have waited to declare? So some sleepers, you know, my man Jason Preston. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, oh, I don't dude. Here's, here's the thing I don't expect him to go in the first round I don't expect him to be like that high but any team that's going to take him in the second round I'm a big I am a 
big Jason Preston fan. Yeah, respect respect to Jason Preston <laughs> as a UVA fan because it was good. Yeah. Also, sleepers, like if you go in the late first round, Bones Highland. Ray Murphy. He actually has been climbing up. He's been climbing way up. I've seen him possibly going to like Indiana or the Wizards, which is just ridiculous. Yeah, so some more underrated guys that could go in the late first round. I got Bones Highland out of VCU. VCU, the team that totally played a March Madness game. Yeah. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, but I had Oregon winning that game. I had or I had Oregon beating uh, Iowa in a couple of my brackets, and I was right. I feel like Davion Mitchell. Davion, yes. Davion Mitchell. He's from uh, Baylor, right? Yes. And then, you know, I got Quentin Grimes. Pretty Grimes, too. I If, if you're going into the second round, I got Sharif Cooper. And I've got, ooh. Oh, I didn't even know he entered the draft. That's Who was it? Greg Brown out of oh. Texas. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Oh, hey, that, that's one of my guys for the next segment. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do you want to shift over to the next segment? Because, I mean, this might Honestly, be Honestly, yeah. Yeah, so who do you think are some guys who should have just waited? First one that comes to my mind, DJ Stewart out of Duke. Freshman year, he averages about like 12, 13 points. And then he didn't really stand out a whole lot at the combine. And he's not projected in like any two-round mock drafts that I've seen. Weird. And a couple other guys I'm seeing, you know, Greg Brown, Josh Christopher, yeah, Josh Christopher. I've wa- I love this guy. He's one of my favorite players to watch. But you know, I just I just didn't really feel like the time was ready for him. Like I didn't feel like he was he kind of was ready to you know make the jump. Yeah. I know he can score very very well and he's very very athletic, but he's projected like mid second round right now, and I feel like if he like. Had an, had a breakout year for ASU, I feel like he could get a way better draft slot. Yeah. I mean, if you have the chance to get drafted, you should try to get drafted, but you're right. You're right. There's always that risk. If I'm going to put – if I want to put one more guy in before we, you know, close this whole thing out, I'm going to go I, – I don't know because – I'm kind of debating between Kai Jones and Isaiah Jackson. But Kai Jones is like a good fit for the NBA right now. Like a pick and pop guy who can like legit shoot threes. And I've watched a little, I watched a little bit of Kentucky basketball. You know, it wasn't their year. Yeah, it was not. Oh, speaking of Kentucky, I hope they do something with Terrence Clark tomorrow. Oh, like a tribute? Yeah. Or like, they might do a thing with like the NBA selects Terrence Clark. Yeah. yeah, that would that would be really nice. I think you're right about you're right about that. I'd really like that. That feels like such a long time ago, too. I remember first hearing about it. That was just yeah, that was sad. I'm doing homework and I'm like Facetiming a friend, and then I I get the notification on my iPad, and I'm like, no. Yeah. Uh. I hope BJ. I hope BJ Boston gets drafted. Oh man! But hey, we'll 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 find we'll figure it all out tomorrow. We'll see yeah, it all. We will. Oh man! So it is real late again. 
but you know, Carl, that was that was a lot of fun, man. Thank you so much for coming on to talk basketball. You kind of carried the show here today because I don't I don't have much to offer in the realm of this, but dude, that was fantastic. That was good. I got yeah. I trust you with this basketball stuff, man. Thank you so much for coming on, Carl. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for having me, bro. All right. Thanks for doing this. Again, Carl, thank you so much for coming on the show, man. Ton of fun, as always. And like I said, you carried the show. You informed me a ton about the NBA draft, which is sure to be awesome. And I just feel like a more informed basketball fan now. I hope you all enjoyed it. And I also hope you learned your lesson about social media. I kind of learned it, too. And hopefully JD did, especially, because, man, he was he was the real one who got pranked. Shout out, JD. You made some great content for us there. Unintentionally, but it was still great. And FYI, Kaprizov did not get traded for you wild fans out there. So don't don't start spreading that around because it's not true. It was fake. And it's just like the whole Luis Castillo traded to the Yankees thing in the offseason. It was completely false. But anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Might go live on Spotify Green Room at some point. So look out for that. Could possibly do something for like the MLB trade deadline. So be on the lookout for that. But anyway, thank you all so much for coming back. Catch you guys in the next one. Have a great rest of your week. Peace.